Show your good side to the world and get rewarded. Become a plasma donor at Griffles and receive up to $800 your first month. You'll help save the lives of millions of patients. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Welcome to the Mike Hewitt Show. Nine years and growing. It's about family, business, work, and politics like you've never heard it before. Yep, it's true. There's more than just a touch of wry humor mixed in. And now your host, Mike Hewitt. Folks, I am Mike Hewitt, co-host Miles Bauer. Miles, I got to start us off in a different direction than usual. I got to offer you up a mea culpa. Now, folks, the fun part about me admitting wrong is that you and I, Miles, well, we've been debating, mostly agreed, but debating politics for 45 years. Is that about right? Right. I think along the path, we've, we've agreed on most things. On an occasion, I'll move you to my side on an issue, or you'll get me to go to your side. And so where I'm going with this is a debate that you and I started back during the primary season of 2016. I was in pursuit of a statesman. You wanted somebody to go throw bowling balls because the whole system was broken. Is that a correct articulation? Yep. So so here's what I'm watching, everybody, and where this concept of me going, holy smokes, I think he was right. Where it comes from, I'm looking at the bills that they pass. And by the way, let me preface this. I don't, if you're hearing my voice, I don't care if you're left or right. Your hair should be on fire over the things that, it's not even really part of our show notes. It's things that I just needed us to touch on. So if the average bill is around a thousand pages, let's put that in perspective. The Bible, Old Testament or New, you pick, is just a little bit less than 1,200 pages each. So they'll write a bill like the latest, the the uh, inflation incentivizer, um, which was a little over 800, pushing 900 pages. So Miles Bauer, tell me, make a guess, how many of our state, or I'm sorry, our federal legislators in either chamber do you think actually read almost 900 pages of the inflation stimulator? I would say certainly less than five. I would be, you're probably right. I was going to pick zero because when I look at who's in control, um, in either party, by the way, folks, I'm sorry, either party, those four or six people, depending on how liberal you'd like to be, they're not reading that stuff. They're snapping their hands. Get me a clerk. What's that thing say? And the bureaucrat that wrote it, says, this is what it says, boss. They're voting on it. They're voting on it. And and then I drop back to my argument with you um, about having a majority. I stick by that argument, but it's actually got a function. So if we're spending millions of dollars per day, think about that, millions of dollars per day just to have them there. And by the way, mostly they're not there. You think about it for a minute and start asking, 
how many people's entire annual federal contribution was absolutely blown just to have them, and virtually none of them are actually reading what they're voting on. That's insane to me. Again, I don't care if you're left, right, center, D's, R's, I don't care about any of that stuff. We are all in the sinking boat together, and we're paying for nonsense, which is how I got to my mea culpa. Um, and I'm not calling for a flipping of the government, but I am absolutely saying that we need Donald Trump or somebody just like him willing to go in there and say, stop it. Tell me I'm all wet, Miles Bauer. Well, no, but you you can see the net result. I mean, now we've got a historic in, invasion of his home. We had to deal with how many years of Russia, Russia, Russia? It, he got impeached twice? Yep. Historic I mean, efforts to shut him down. Yep. I Listen, I think that says way more about his 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 grace than it does their protection. And so, for instance, they've got a trial that's going to be taking place in New York City against um, the Trump organization. And that's all well and fine. I'm all about jurisprudence. If there's a crime, if, if it's legitimate, try him, try them in front of their peers. Having said that, they've been dinking around with it for a year and a half and by coincidence, it will come to court and in the media two weeks before the November election. Does anybody earnestly think that that's a surprise? Think about it for a minute. And it goes back to the term we've been hearing a lot lately, Miles Bauer, and that is that they have weaponized our judicial process. That's the exact thing Thomas Jefferson wrote lengthy about feeling it was a great risk. It's why, it's exactly why he sought to impeach Samuel Chase, the, uh, a, a justice on the Supreme Court from his era. And then I step back and I say, wait a minute, Liz, uh, Liz Cheney, I just heard numbers. She went in, how long was she in office before the folks finally told her to GIT get? What was she in there no, for? I thought, I thought she only had... One, one term. One term. Goes in at $7 million, comes out at $44 million. Her worth. Her worth went from $7 million to $44 million in one term. Folks, they're passing 1,000-page bills that they're not reading. They are changing our economic platform and our social structure, and they're not even reading what they're doing. Miles, I got to tell you, both my hairs are on fire. The further I dove into that this week, the more vulgar I found it. So I said, I'm, I'm, you won me over. Where are the bowling balls? No, I know. I mean, because do they go there to represent the people or do they go there to enhance themselves financially? It looked like Liz Cheney was there. And by the way, folks, I'm not bashing on her. This week she's made an example of herself, and so I get to use it. She looked like she had a driving penchant to take out Trump and anyone's, anyone that shared his America First ideology. She was on a seek-and-destroy mission, but that was only second 
to her actual mission, which was self-worth. You don't accidentally go from $7 million to $44 million inside one term. That's not an accident. And it's hard to say, wow, that had to be her actual driving force. And how did those deals come to be? How did that happen? Who shoved that cash in her pocket? And why are we, the American people, that are actually paying for it, why are we tolerating it? And so I say again, your question, where are the bowling balls? This guy, I'm telling you, Miles, they got me ratcheted up this week when I could not find evidence of anybody that voted for that monstrosity or, by the way, voted against it on either side of that divide. They didn't read it. I didn't find one person say I read it and it was silly. Not one person. And I Googled, I ducked up, goad, I hunted. I couldn't find a single elected representative that said I read it and it was garbage. Not one. And that, to me, is criminal. We've, we've made a deal with them, a moral thing. We have a representative government. We're going to elect you to represent us. And they're going, yeah, well, I'm going to get rich instead. Um, 30 seconds, Miles. Tell me what you see. Well, Ashley brought it up on uh, TV when the primary re- results were coming back. Had Liz Cheney spent as much time as she did on the January 6th committee and dedicated that time towards the needs of the people in Wyoming, she might be in a different place. Listen, I got to tell you, I agree with that. But even if she would have, and we're down to seconds, but even if she would have dedicated her time to that committee, but insisted on cross-examinations and that the facts themselves be laid out rather than propaganda for people that were, it just, we've got to go to a break, but we will be right back. All right, Miles, right before break, you were talking about what you had seen on TV, about what Liz Cheney had, I don't I don't think you used this word, but dedicated herself rather than to the folks that sent her from her state. And so I had happened to stumble on a tweet from Britt Hume, and I don't do a lot of tweet reading. In fact, I've spent the last several years making fun of how much importance we put on tweets. To me, that's nonsensical, but... That debate aside, Brit Hume's tweet, I wonder if things might have turned out differently for Liz Cheney if she'd used her seat in the one uh, January 6th committee to insist on cross-examination of witnesses and a chance for the defense to present its side. Instead, she led the charge for an utterly one-sided presentation. Interestingly, folks, this is just my view, Interestingly, we're going to walk away from this January 6th debacle with nobody's mind being changed because nobody earnestly took that seriously. And I say again, I don't care if you're left or right, if you're a big flashing neon sign D and you like the idea that they were persecuting Trump, I get it. But you can't walk away from that committee saying there was the facts because you know if you're intellectually honest, you know it was a monster-sized dump pile. Um, is, that a, is that accurate, Miles Bauer? 
Oh yeah, no, that that was just pure circus propaganda from from start to finish. It was circus, and it was a. I would submit it was a continuation of the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, which in itself was absolutely Fruit Loops and nutcakes. Made no sense whatsoever for Trump to have wanted it or for Putin to have done it. Um, I, I, it was nonsensical, and and it remains that along with. January 6th. But listen, let's slide on. Judge, this is, I don't know where the results were. They're probably already out. But judge to weigh whether unsealing affidavit for Merlargo uh, raid. Uh, Miles, do you, do you think that that should be released? Um, yeah, I think the operative word in that sentence was should. Right. Do I think that they're going to release it? No. They, they'll, they'll release a redacted. And maybe by the time maybe it's already been done and we just don't know it. I, right. I, I will tell you this, though. One of the most significant problems that we have seen, this goes back to G.W. Bush's era, um, is the, 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 the creation of the FISA court has brought an acceptance of society to say these judges can do whatever they want, FISA court or otherwise, behind the scenes. The problem with that is, is that's not what the Constitution says. The idea that they have secrets about something that's unprecedented is is more than alarming to me. And by the way, if this was still President Obama and we weaponized our judicial branch of government, uh, the Department of Justice, I would be yelling from the rooftops, same, because it's wrong. It's not how our system works. And if they have rationale to justify it, they need to justify it to the American people by showing us everything. If they can't show us everything, then their authority should be to do nothing. Am I wrong? No, but I think that they leverage fear. Because I think if you came after that whole FISA process, they would start talking to you about the Taliban and that they're going to come in here and fly planes into buildings and kill everybody. And so if they can keep you afraid, then you will buy into this. This is the line I think you and I went back and forth with from Benjamin Franklin, of people who are willing to give up their rights in exchange for safety deserve they, neither. They, they, and that's what they get. But listen, it goes back to the 9-11 debacle. With with everything that we did thereafter, uh, the the Patriot Act. By the way, to call it a Patriot Act to me was revolting. There was nothing about that that piece of legislation that was patriotic. I'm just telling you. And so, Miles, you and I probably me more often somewhere in every couple of shows, like I my mea culpa with this, when I identified our friendship 45 years. And so we've never lived in the same state. We would meet. I'd go there. You'd come here. One of us would pick the other one at the airport, drop that person off at the airport. Can can anybody earnestly say that we won this, this whatever war it was that the Patriot Act is supposed to have defended us from when we've surrendered so many freedoms? I remember walking you to the gate. You can't walk nobody to the gate now. You can't get in the building. Right. We have absolutely surrendered our freedoms and transportation. But listen, folks, it goes beyond that. I'm not whining about that. I get it. I intellectually disagree with it. 
but I get it, goes to your word of fear. But listen, it's been used for something entirely different. They've used that as a psychological engineering tool to change how we see freedom in the first place. And I find that fearsome, that frankly, as a, as a citizenry, we have been so easily duped and manipulated to walk away, wear your Soviet mask. Don't go down that hall to say goodbye to a childhood friend. Don't do this. Don't do that. You can't do this. Go, wait a minute. What is your definition of freedom? Because none of that fits into my definition. And it's why people are so angry. And so I'm watching the state conventions ramp up for the Republican Party at least. Folks, there's a lot of anger within the Republican Party. I would say it's misdirected, but Miles, this week has really brought me completely 180 degrees. I get why those folks are angry. I get it. I don't blame them. I am not their obstacle. They want some comeuppance. They want freedom back. Uh, am I misreading the the, uh, the tea leaves, Miles? No, the this is a thing several people have been been calling for as a result of COVID. Now that so many reports have come out and said that the whole lockdown was a total waste of uh, time. I mean, it, it was simply a a power grab that that my uh, governor and your wicked witch of the north took advantage of. But, but and here... so it, it it truly is time for people to demand their rights back. They are. And listen, not only are they demanding their rights back from the Democrats that took them, ask Liz Cheney if I'm correct, they're demanding their rights from pseudo-Republicans that stood right. in league with those people. But it, it, you, you, when you talk about the Wicked Witch of the North, Governor Whitless up here in Michigan, and I, I, I bet I say this every episode, so I apologize in advance, but I still haven't figured out how it saved me from covid to prevent me from buying uh, Victory Garden Seeds or a U.S. flag. I can't get my head around the thought process that they used. But to me now that we've got the whole line, at least where we're at in time, to look back at with the Patriot Act, the airport changes, the mass transit changes, the the Soviet masks, the no, no seeds for your garden, no flag for your flagpole. I look back at it in total. And go, holy smokes, Miles, they're doing something really ugly to our to our actual the actual cloth that makes us as a culture. They're changing who we are. And I fear what whatever the I don't know what their goal is, but I can tell you I have fear for it because everything I see, including their economic platform, makes absolutely contrary sense to what anybody Democrat or Republican, anybody intellectually asked that looks at what Biden just put forward knows that that's going to hurt our economy, not make it better. So then we get languishing in the D's and the R's debate. Folks, it's not D's and R's, it's common sense. It's just common sense. That's what I'm saying. Miles, 30, 30 seconds again. Tell me, please tell me I'm all wrong. Yeah, you know, the uh, thing that I really enjoy about that is that the IRS truly did need 80,000 more uh, agents. Uh, 87,000 or 1,740 additional per state. 
and the only that that's actually more multi-millionaires in most states. So they're going to get a a lot of one-on-one t- attention. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Folks, if you're just tuning in, I am Mike Hewitt, co-host Miles Bauer. And listen, before I jump on into the news again, i got to remind everybody, and I've been getting a lot of them, but I'm loving it. If you shoot us an email, mike at themikehewittshow.com, A, I'll respond. But what I'm looking for, suggestions, corrections, critiques, compliments would be nice. Send us a message. Let us, let us know what you think. So, Miles, at break, you were telling me, what was it you were wanting to say to me? I was I was welcoming you to the bowling ball committee. <laughs> I, I said. You know, so, I mean, because back in 20, 2016, you and Lude uh, hated Trump's tweets, and I was sitting there going, guys, you, you don't understand. I want someone to go to Washington and start throwing bowling balls at everybody. And, you and I would go back and forth week after week after week. Yep, true. So, and by the way, folks, the behind the scenes from that in 16 was to this day, if I say something he disagrees with, I can hear him say, cruiser. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, listen, I got to tell you, the problem with it is I'm a policy wonk. You just, I got to confess that, folks. That's what I do. I I chair a congressional district. I chair the policy committee for our state Republican Party here. I'm a policy wonk, and I believe that communication is sound, is important. It's 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 needed, but where that where that meets meets the problem is when they're not listening, and when it's when it's the D's and R's argument. I you know what I I get it. It's a it's a yawn, but I get it. And because of 10 years of show notes, I watch how that stuff cycles and roll my eyes. But when when a fraction of our side, if there's such a thing, when they're not listening either, and nobody on either side bothers to read what they're voting yeses and nos on, I think we've got a structural, a governmental structural problem where the bureaucracy that I've been whining about for years but when I see now that most, if not close to all, when they're not reading this stuff at all, that tells me that we've absolutely entirely surrendered to the bureaucracy. And that leaves me asking, well, then what are our, what's our elected people doing? And Liz Cheney jumped up to ask, offer herself as an example. She went from $7 million to $44 million. Now I know what they're doing, and I don't like it. And so I say, Miles Bauer, where's my bowling ball? <laughs> right, kind of, kind of delivered me to uh, to that. <laughs> Paul Manafort to Newsmax: Quiet FBI agents guilty by complicity. I grumble about them once in a while, but tell me as it goes to the unprecedented raid of President Trump's home. What, Miles? What do you? What's your opinion of how? the FBI has handled their role in that. Well, I think that the leadership at the, at the Bureau has been questionable going all the way back to Comey and uh, Ellery. 
Um, the rank and file, I don't know if the press just doesn't cover them or if they just aren't, aren't uh, saying any, anything. They, 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 they seem to be awful quiet. They, and that's what Paul Manafort's getting at. I mean, he uses the word quiet, FBI agents quiet. There was a few days shortly after when I saw news teasers, probably clickbait to use your term, suggesting that uh, there were a handful of FBI agents that wanted to become whistleblowers. And I've, I've not seen any of that manifest itself in any kind of elixir of truth. But that article takes me to one from an, another one, actually, from Newsmax. Trump's still considering release of a raid surveillance footage. Um, it, but, but the consideration is, at least as I understand it, it, is does he release it now to show folks what these people are really like and what they did? Going through Melania's underwear drawer surely kept our national security safe. You know, really? Somebody thought, some highly educated person thought that made sense. But anyway, the competing idea is that, or save the footage for his presidential campaign commercials in 2024. <laughs> and I kind of like that idea too. Here comes our friendly benevolent government with their guns pulled running down a, a dark hallway with Melania's dress over their shoulder. Uh, I mean, oh my goodness, the, 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 the Get Smart sitcoms you could make out of that scene that must have taken place really diminishes my view of that as an institution. So what do you think you ought to do, Miles? Yeah, you know, the, the uh, thing that uh, bothers me, you notice the Durham investigation is still going but we never hear about it. Right. And which of the law clerks leaked the Roe v. Wade opinion? We still don't know. And right. it's how many months later? We don't know. And we don't know who was in Jeffrey Epstein, who did not commit suicide's black book. We don't know those names. I, I've read countless times that there were surveillance clips on most of the airplane trips and all over that island. Where are the names? Where are if these folks on the left that want to destroy Trump, and by the way, not just destroy Trump, but to destroy anybody with the audacity of voting for Trump, that's the important part to this. That's the ingredient you gotta make sure you embrace, because it ain't about Trump. It just isn't. He's an old guy. They want you. And so you stand back and so they're after transparency on everything except for the stuff like Hillary and her, you know, the whole time with the raid on him with, with top secret documents, she was never president. And she had her top secret documents on a thumb drive in a bathroom in Colorado. We did episodes on a number of, of those things that, and, and it never rose to anything. Miles, how is that, that this makes sense to honest? I don't care if your D's or R's. Miles, how does it make sense to in, make sense to intellectually honest people to sit back and stand quiet on that and demand more of that. You have heard me say this multiple times on the show. The swamp is never going to police the swamp. Yep, that's a true story. But in the end, what polices the swamp is the folks, citizens themselves. 
So rather than reading some quip about this on Facebook uh, or whatever the Washington Post's latest imagination is, whatever they contrived with the New York Times and CNN, I, I want to know the facts. And by the way, if he's guilty, I want to know that too. But I can't tell when everything is a smoke mirror. And the only thing I can get out of it is we're being charged more money and a handful of people are making more money. That's not justice, Miles Bauer. Right. That's just not it. That's This is about as far, and boy, you know I'm a radical when I say this next thing, but this is about as far, as far from our founding father's vision as we can get. The Patriot Act, stormtrooping into a former president's home, refusing to show evidences as to why, not going after Hillary. These things couldn't be any further than what Ben Franklin and Thomas Jefferson at all wrote about. It yeah. just couldn't be. Isn't it uh, funny? Um, Jefferson's fear was that the government would get too big. And lo and behold, he was money all those years ago. We now have this ginormously oversized government. But they pigeonhole it. And so folks don't realize that. We talked about this a couple months ago. If you add up uh, local, state, and federal employees, put them all in one state, it is now the third biggest state by population and the most the most per, per average income. You go, wait a minute, that, that's not what we're supposed to be about. And i got nothing against federal employees, local or state either. But really, 23 million? Who does that make sense to? That doesn't make any sense. That's that's nutty. That's nutty on steroids. Right. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't I don't know. Listen, folks, we've got one more time after this break. Stay with us because we've got a lot more to squeeze into it. We'll be right back. Miles Bauer, let's change direction. What say you, how tall or how short is the red wave for midterms? What do you think? You know, I, I think that there's a lot of hype around it. I think the blue states are going to stay blue. The red states are going to stay red. And re really, the only mystery is what happens in the purple districts. Right. I agree. What, what gets me with that, and I, folks, just so you know, I, I, being honest when I say this stuff, I look and I use Michigan as an example with what uh, Gretchen Whitmer did during COVID and after, the fact that she sided with Biden on every single economic uh, and, and energy policy or lack thereof. She sides with him on all of this stuff, and it's been... It's been a, a catalyst down the hill at warp speed. And you go, what would cause a person in the middle? I get the hard Ds and the hard R. They're not people like me. They were never going to convince me. I get that. But I look at the folks in the middle. I talk about them now and then because I truly don't understand how a reasonable, intellectually honest person can look at Gretchen Whitmer or, or, or Senator Stabenow, by the way, 
or Gary Peters, I think, is the other guy that's the most do-nothing senator in America. I don't know how good people that we just disagree with on policy issues can look at what they're doing and say, yep, we want more of that. How do they do that, Miles Bauer? You know, the uh, thing that stunned me, and I don't, I don't think I said this on the air. I think you and I were on, were on the phone. It was the night of the Michigan primary. And my jaw bounced off the floor because the Wicked Witch of the North didn't get primaried. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, even, even Governor Breakfast down here got, got primaried. From the left or right, though? From the left. Somebody further left than Governor Breakfast primaried him? No, he was a little more moderate. I see. Yeah. Uh, listen, she's very, very well liked, uh, Whitmer in Michigan. The Democrats yeah. in Michigan, every poll that I have seen, polling Democrats specifically, but Michigan voters in total, have her plus or minus center. Um, and I, I that's flabbergasting to me. I, it, there, there's nothing about her, and I'm not besmirching her. I'm telling you, she has not advanced anything that I liked. I can look back at Obama, did it on the air when he was the president. I, him and I didn't agree on much, but on occasion he'd do something I liked. I liked the privatization of NASA. I did. I'm just telling you. I liked that he did it. And to be very frank with you, in the beginning, I went, oh, my God, what did he do? And then I went, oh, I like that. Good job. I'm honest enough to say that. There were a handful of things that he did I liked. I see absolutely nothing that she's advancing that's positive for the state. Literally, absolutely nothing. Fixed the gosh darn roads and she's taking credit for contracts that have been laying in wait for years. They do the same thing every single season for as long as I can remember, but I'm only 61. And she's up there applauding herself. No, there's literally... Miles, nothing. And I watch it really close. There's nothing that she's done that I could support. As a classical liberal or a right-wing conservative, whatever you want to call me, she does not fit. And so I look at my friends that we disagree with on some topics. Is it just the D's and R's like two football teams? And is that, is that, is it that shallow, Miles? We have uh, talked about this as, as as well. I do think we have a third party, and that, that third party is entitled the establishment. I do not think establishment people are D's and R's. I, I, I get that. Now, they may have a D or an R sweater on, Yeah. but that's for our purposes, our visual sensation. They're actually on their own team. So they go out and they're having cocktails or going to, going to dinners and they're laughing and making themselves mega millionaires. Uh, and then they go back and put their R's and their D's shirts on. But I, I listen, that's a concern, a huge concern. And it may go to my opening of this episode with my mea culpa and my look at what we've got going. I've gotten to where I disdain what I see going on in Washington, D.C. And to a lesser level, but I still use the same word when I look at what's going on in the state capitals. 
we've got a political culture that makes you successful if you shepherd through more bills to law. And, and, and in doing that, you increase tax and reduce liberty. And, and both parties, by the way, and I pause, I'm going, how, is, how have we developed a culture, political leadership culture that says more spending and more reduced liberty, watch those words, more reduced liberty is a good thing. Miles, how is that a good thing to, hey, by the way, either side of the aisle, how does anybody go, yeah, I like that. Spend more money we won't get and reduce our liberty, please. How does that right. work for anybody, Miles? You know, if you think about the so-called reduce inflation bill, how did they get Manchin to sign on? They agreed to put an oil pipe into West Virginia. So it goes back to one of your complaints about the judicial system, that it's a couple of attorneys patting each other on, in the back, out in the hallway, cutting deals rather than dealing with justice. And that's exactly what you're saying our political culture is. Yeah. So, folks, just to clear, just, just to further articulate that, last I saw the numbers, 97% of the charges that were brought to court were plea bargained in the hallway. And I sound the alarm. Stop, that's insanity. They, they, they deserve a, a trial with a jury of their peers, not a hallway deal. People have pushed back. Miles, or not talking to me, Mike, that, that won't work because there are so many laws they'd never be able to keep them up. Well, then why do we pay these legislators to create this big hog pile of nonsense that nobody, our system can't. I Listen, none of it makes any sense. And so I'm where I was in the opening of the show. Bring in the bowling balls. It needs, it, it really truly needs a restructuring. Where I continue to believe, though, is that that can only come from we the people, knowing more than D's and R's when we walk into the voting booth. Exactly. I, yep. I, I believe that passionately. It's got to come from us. The founders told us it's got to come from us. And over the last generation, somehow we've gotten convinced that it's going to come from corporate America is going to save us from China. Wait a minute. Corporate America is who sold us to China. Our elected leaders will save us from China. Wait. <laughs> Our elected leaders sold us to China. I, it gets to the point where... It's just nonsensical. The answer to it is for folks to be informed. Now, I'm not talking about the sharing Facebook stuff where I see constant gobbledygook nonsense that most often is just not true. I'm imploring upon people, do your own research. Don't share crap that you've not vested your, vetted yourself. Do the research. Make yourself a valuable citizen. That's how I see it, Miles Bauer. No, I know. I mean, it, it, it is uh, critical to um, re reassert, search these things. I mean, we have in our coming um, midterm, we're going to be voting on amending the Illinois state constitution. And I'm truly wondering how many people are actually going to read the amendment or are they just going to watch the TV commercials 
it's when that, that uh, some some committee's trying to sway you on. Yeah, it's scary. Listen, we're down to seconds. My last point: Vox Media has gone completely insane and allows you to even choose what race you identify as. Whole list of you identify as this, that, or the other thing. I, they're turning us all into mush brains. I would submit that that kind of nonsense is racist, is misogynistic, is all of those things that they say it's the opposite of. Folks, you do the research yourself. But in the meantime, let me remind you, please, please, send me an email, mike at the themikehewittshow.com. We, we all three would love to hear from you, to hear your opinions. Tell us what's important. In the meantime, please, please, please be safe, and we will see you next week.